All right, welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted T and my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Braddon. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vowels on Twitter. What's up, yo, Tizzy Homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, bad. Mm. Controversy, controversy, mm, mm, controversy mm. here. Luckily, the right decision was made. Alabama's in. Yep. Florida State, get the hell out of here. They're going to sue us all, Shane. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Oh, I said FSU, you know, FSUE. <laughs> that's that's exactly what's going on right now. Them boys are, are, are upset, and, and rightfully so. I mean, I get it. I get it. If you made the complete season and you're undefeated and you win the, you know, your, your conference – I get being upset, but again, we want entertainment. That's what this all boils down to. We want the top four teams, and I'm not saying we got all the top four teams, but at least I know for sure we got one of them in Alabama. You know, they did their job. They came out here. They beat two-time defending national champs, Georgia Bulldogs. They deserve a seat at the table. Right, so let's get into it. I'm sure everybody has seen it by now, Shane, but – Let's just focus on the top four for right now. Of course, okay. Michigan, number one, undefeated, won a Big Ten. Had to play about one tough team. Also, and we all know they were cheating, and their yeah. coach was suspended for half a season. Let's just look past all that. You know, could they beat Georgia? <laughs> Hell no, they could beat Georgia. But they're in the playoff field for some reason. They're facing Alabama, number four, in the Rose Bowl, Shane. January 1st, ESPN. Man, what what a showdown. And how about this, Shane? I don't know if you caught this yet, but have you seen the opening lines? Did did you see who opened as the betting favorite in the Rose Bowl between Alabama and Michigan? No, no. What is it? Michigan favored by two. (laughs) Run to your sports book right now. Put the mortgage on Alabama, the team of destiny. I mean, I'd be stunned if this was, uh, you know, a two-touchdown game, Shane. I mean, I think Michigan's going to get their their brakes beat off. Mike, you should have told me that earlier. I'd been putting that bet in, you know. Now <laughs> now I'm afraid it's going to change by the time we get to the end of this show. So, yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I love the reaction, too, Michigan. <laughs> the players are not happy. They got to play Alabama right out of the gate. But uh, this should well, be a fun – oh. Let's play that clip, Shane. And okay. again, so you know, there's not a lot of audio here, but this is live reaction. Someone was sitting with the Michigan team at a banquet. They were watching the same show, most of us that were watching the ESPN selection show, and they found out they got to play Alabama. Once you see this clip, you know Michigan's, they don't stand a damn prayer in this football game. <laughs> Shane, their immediate reaction was, oh, no, not Alabama. And then someone in the back wisely is like, oh, we got to clap. We got to, we're on TV here, people. We can't be scared. They they showed they were scared. You know what? Absolutely. Absolutely. Who was, who, who wanted uh, Florida State in more, the fans or or Michigan? You know? (laughs) I mean, oh, my God. And they're the betting favorite again. 
I don't mm. know how much if there's a limit on how much you can physically bet on this game, but bet the house because uh, again, there there's no guarantees that Alabama's going to win the national championship, but I can guarantee you they're going to beat Michigan. They're oh, they're the yeah. underdog, Shane. So that that's crazy. Absolutely, Mike. Absolutely. And uh, let me ask y'all on the other end, you know, because another one that obviously was in the top seat for for the entire season has now, you know, found themselves dropping quite a few spots, losing to to, to Alabama. But uh, how upset Georgia fans right now, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I would be upset too because again, they what do they say? You know, it was just three or four days ago, Shane. They said we're picking the the best four. Mm-hmm. Do we have the best four? No, we do not because Georgia is not in the field. So they lied. They that's why you never believe anything that the committee says. That's why we don't you know spend much time at all on it. We don't dissect it. And I get yeah. I get it. There's people on ESPN. It's their job. They gotta sit there and. Well, they said this. Well, they said that. It's it's all nonsense. So yeah. don't believe anything they say. But, yeah, I mean, do I feel bad for Georgia, Shane? I'll be honest with you. I do not. Because they had their opportunity Saturday, and mm-hmm. they didn't capitalize on it. They played one of their worst games. And, yes, there was questionable officiating. I think that's fair to say. But that's part of the game, too, man. And And they had opportunities to win that game. They didn't get it done. We were calling that the national championship. I mm-hmm. think it was. We can't sit here and say that was a national championship and then say, well, let's let's just make them redo it. You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> yeah. that was the game. They had their opportunity and they blew it. Absolutely. I was just getting your reaction because because you're right, man. I mean, neutral site, you know, kind of home field advantage. I mean, there there were a lot of damn Georgia fans in that one, but it felt like that was the game that got you in, and you knew that there would be a real good shot that you'd be looking on the outside if you dropped it. So I was just curious your reaction on that one because naturally you're looking at the top four, and just like you said, you want the best, and I truly think that Georgia belongs in that top four discussion, but, you know, you had you had your shot, and you're out now. Right. So then in the other playoff game, obviously, Shane, the Sugar Bowl, we got – Number three, Texas, mm-hmm. which we're we're claiming as SEC, and number two, Washington. So I'm I'm just I'm already going ahead and predicting this. Shane, I already did it. I'm gonna put it out there. I ain't backing off from it. We're gonna get Alabama and Texas in the national championship game in Houston come January eighth. And man, it's Sarkeesian, it's Saban, it's part two of this battle that obviously yeah. Texas won handily in Tuscaloosa. I think that's going to make for one hell of a showdown. I don't think Washington has a damn prayer in this game. What do you think? Well, that works out perfect. You know, they came to Alabama and beat them. Now they're going to Texas to see who wins that game. So yeah, I think that's going to sell a lot of tickets having those boys in the national championship, but can't get caught looking ahead, Mike. You know, I think that's <laughs> what that's what got Georgia in trouble, and so what almost got Alabama out of this thing, you know. And, and let me ask you, Florida State, going back to them real quick, who's who are they more mad at? Are they mad at Auburn for giving up that fourth and thirty-one? Are they mad at Georgia? I mean, who are they mad at here, Mike? Who should they be mad at? Should they be mad at Texas? You know, one thing I thought about is is that long game. You know, if Saban would have beat Texas, then there may have been a shot that that even if Alabama you know, lost this game or won this game that both SEC teams will be coming in, obviously, with, with Florida State being left out here, right. you know. So I'm just curious if you're <laughs> a Seminole and you can't pick Disney, who who the hell are you mad at right now? 
I think I'm red hot at Hugh Freeze in his <laughs> two man rush, fourth and thirty one. I mean, my goodness, that I mean that was weeks ago, and I still can't believe they pulled that off, Shane. I mean, that's that is you know the, the hail mary of all hail marys, and and you knew they only had one shot, and they got wow. it done. And if Alabama goes on to win the national championship, Shane, that fourth and thirty one will be remembered in Alabama lore forever. So I th- I think this is all on Auburn because Alabama, as great as Georgia is, had they lost the Iron Bowl mm-hmm. and they turned around and beat Georgia, I. I really think both Alabama and Georgia would have left out, been left out of the college football playoff. Yeah. I, I truly do. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. So, hey, we got one team in. That's what matters. We just needed one. <laughs> what what they say? One fox in the hen house. That's it, you know? <laughs> and that opening line here for uh, Texas-Washington, Shane, who do you think's favored in that game? Texas. Oh, by, yeah. By eight. <laughs> It's Texas by four. But oh, okay. So, so, and again, these are both January 1st. So, New Year's Day, that's going to be one heck of a day here for college football. But, um, and I don't say this, Shane, to get people fired up or anything. We're going to get to the rest of these uh, bowl assignments here in just a second. But here's what it would look like, Shane. If And, and again, this, this is the funny part, Shane. It was the ACC. Mm-hmm. It was the Big Ten dragging their feet. They had this all ready to go. We'd be in a 12-team playoff era now. Yep. But the ACC, that, they were the chief ones that held it back. Delay, delay, delay. And now they're the ones left out. So, hey, blame your commissioner. That's who FSU yeah. should really be suing out there. But here's what the 12-team playoff, Shane, would look like if they put it in place today. We'd have Mich- the same top four, Michigan, Washington, Texas and Alabama, they'd all be on a bye. And then we'd get home games, Shane. Mizzou at Oregon. What a game that would be. Oh, man, that'd be a good one. Florida State, there there you go, your cream puff. Liberty, (laughs) you'd get to host Liberty in a playoff game. You'd get Penn State at Georgia. Cobo, that's like an automatic (laughs) to the second round. And Ole Miss at Ohio State. Oh, my God. And this was ACC held this back. I don't. I don't remember that. So, so they there was an opportunity for this to be played out like like top twelve this year, right? So uh, it was Sankey and it was uh, the Big Twelve. I think commissioner they, you know they they got us to a twelve team format. Yeah, but it had to be voted on. And then soon after that, right right after they announced, hey, we're going to a twelve team, Oklahoma and Texas joined the SEC. Yeah. And then the rest of the college football said, well, what the hell? You're, we're going to 12-team model. You're getting all these teams. ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12, they said, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we ain't going – you're the ones that wanted this 12-teamer. We're, 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 we're pumping the brakes on this for now. <laughs> and they drug their feet, and we, we got there eventually. But, you know, it's, it's them that, that held it up. So they look like a bigger idiot even today, I would think. Absolutely. Oregon, Ohio State. FSU, you know, all of them left on the outside. I I had no clue that was the case, and maybe I just forgot about it since then. But, yeah, you got yourself to blame. And, man, how awesome would that have been, though, to see some home games. That's that's what the beauty of this this 12-team format is that you'd have some home games here. So we'd be watching Mizzou and Oregon. We'd be watching – I mean, think about it. If Lane Kiffin 
knocks out Ohio State, they're playing Washington, and next thing you know, they're in the top four. Right. George, you know, I mean, this this could have been really, really great. I mean, there may have been a real shot here that we had four teams in the top four. You know, it's like, <laughs> talk about a separation, you know. So, man, I just – I. Ifs and buts, candies and nuts, we'd all have a wonderful Christmas, Mike. But I, I just I, – I hate it for a lot of these teams because, you know, I look at a team like Mizzou, can they repeat? I don't know. But this year they were having a hell of a season and it felt like they were warming up toward the tail end. You know, I just – I feel like those teams could have really have uh, enjoyed that 12-team format right now. Right. And then, you know, Georgia would have an opportunity to uh... – Defend that title that they that they just didn't get because they lost the one big game. But like you said, that Nick Saban wouldn't have to beg anymore. You know, every year, <laughs> please God, let us in the top four. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of a zoo shade, how about this in the Cotton Bowl? They get that New Year's Six game. Mm-hmm. They were wanting Mizzou versus Ohio State, December 29th, ESPN. And here's old Eli Drinkwitz, Shane. He had a reaction. He was live on TV, found out they were going to be playing Ohio State, and he got a call from a special uh, friend here. Hey, hey, guys, I got a quick phone call. Connor Stallion's beeping in right here. I'm trying to get a few signals here, so I got to go. Uh, but but as soon as we get done, you know, look forward to competing against Ryan Day, and, and uh, we'll go from there. Man. The sign oh, stealer giving him a shout out, but don't uh, ever change, Drake. Don't ever change. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome, man. You know because everybody, I think playing a team like Ohio State solidifies this season. You know, right? Here's here's a team that was potentially a top four. You know, this is a college football playoff team. You know, if you if you pull the audience out there, and audience being the country, they they felt like Ohio State is another team that had an opportunity to get in there. But man, you talk about just solidifying the season. Go out here and beating the Buckeyes. Now everybody's going to be talking about how good Mizzou's season was. Right. Oh, uh, whoa. Switching hey. us up here for a second, but uh, yeah, I mean that, that this is a a game where people that maybe have not had an opportunity to watch Missouri, you know, outside the SEC, going up against uh, a team that everybody seemingly has respect for and thinks they, you know, they was number one or number two all season yeah. long. You put a cap on your season, get to an eleven win, man, and and they're recruiting well with some elite prospects. I mean, this could be the start of something big there for drinking company. So that's. That's going to be one hell of a game. Now, I don't know about this one, Shane. I mean, on paper, it's a great game. And and we were joking. The Orange Bowl, Georgia, Florida State. Yeah. Two teams that probably feel they deserve to be in the college football playoff December 30th, 4 o'clock Eastern, ESPN. And, And if all the players suited up, if Florida State had their quarterback, it probably is a playoff game. You know what I mean? So, uh, this in, maybe in a 12 team model, this would be like a semifinal type game. Who knows who's going to suit up for this game? There may be opt outs. I have no idea, but uh, I know there's a lot of dogs from Miami. So maybe there's a little bit more, uh, you know, willingness to, to play in this football game, but this could be a great game or this could be uh this could be like an opt out bowl here. Yeah. I'm worried about that one. You know, even going forward, you know, I, I, I uh, I don't think Mizzou is a team that would have a lot of opt-outs, but Buckeyes would be, you know. So early favorite, I'd like to put some money on them. But this game is is kind of that same situation, like you said. It it really just depends 
on that locker room. And, you know, do they do they want redemption? Do they want to come out here and just – I mean, they could put Florida State on blast, you know what I'm saying, and then show everybody that they should have been in the top four. Or they could kind of limp into this thing, and then all of a sudden the Knowles are saying, see, see, we've been telling you the whole time. So I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Georgia has plenty of talent. they got a lot of depth there. But this is going to be an interesting leading up just to see who's bought in and who has it. Right. And then how about another New Year? Man, we're just loading up on New Year's Six, Gabe Shade. The Peach Bowl in Atlanta, Ole Miss versus Penn State, December 30th. So that's going to be another great game. Ole Miss fans were dying to get a, a New Year's Six. They got it. So was Mizzou. They got mm-hmm. their big game. Uh, Penn State, I think they only have two losses on the season, just like Ole Miss here. So uh, you know, big time heavyweight fight, and I would think the winner is going to be locked into a top ten ranking to finish a year. Big game for Lane Kiffin and company to to kind of put an exclamation point on their big season. Yeah, good point, Mike. And I mean, there's there's money on the line too. You know what I'm saying? So you want to get these wins, and this is big for that university. Again, Ole Miss is another team that just a couple of mistakes throughout the season left them on the outside looking in. But they could finish strong here with a big win over Penn State. So this would be a I think this would be one of the better games played this uh just January. Right. And then how about uh the Relia Quest Bowl Shade LSU versus Wisconsin? Two of the best brands in college football. And uh, I'm trying to think. Remember they played a couple of years ago in Lambeau Field. Yeah. And I think that's right when we decided to fire less miles because we lost yep. that game. <laughs> Coach O. That's when Coach O took over. Yeah. January 1st. So it's a January 1st game here. But, uh, you know, we'll have to see if Jaden Nails and company suit up for this game. But you have to feel great if they do that the Tigers are just going to rip through old Wisconsin here, those damn cheeseheads. Oh, my God. This will be an absolute bloodbath. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. So, short of Daniels not suiting up for this thing, this this should be a fun game. Right. Now, I know you're going to be excited about the Citrus Bowl, Shane, down in Orlando, mm-hmm. January 1st, Tennessee, Iowa. And I don't know uh, how legitimate this is because I was trying to find point spreads for all these games. Have you seen the over-under for Tennessee, Iowa, Shane? Any idea what that is? No. What is it? It's something crazy like 30 points. Oh, God. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> Iowa can't score. They got an elite uh, defense. Tennessee, you know, inconsistent, but they have a solid defense as well. So uh, Tennessee, Iowa could could be a real barn burner here. First, first to 10 wins, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe there's some of that uh, Nico effect in there where they think Tennessee's going to be starting a true freshman. I don't know. We, we'll see. It, it could be Joe Milton for all I know. I've – I don't know for sure who's going to be the starting quarterback for Tennessee, but I I have to think that plays a factor in that over under potentially. Absolutely, man. I mean, this is where I guess you decide. Do you want to? Because there's been a couple. Of, uh, uh, I've seen a couple of I don't know websites talking about Joe Milton and his and his attributes and and how well he could be. I mean, if he's really thinking about taking this step forward. You know, they, he may convince them to sit out and let Nico play. So, a lot of things could happen in this game, Mike, but I, I can't think of Citrus and UT without thinking old Steve Spurrier, you know, because you can't have – you can't have a Citrus Bowl without UT, you know? <laughs> I do know, and I, you know, this has got nothing to do with the bowl game necessarily, Shane, but uh, I did see Joe Milton got accepted to the Senior Bowl. So 
Oh, uh, you, know, you know, he'll have an opportunity to to showcase his talents in front. And, and sometimes, you know, I, I don't know that that, again, that doesn't have anything to do with the bowl game, but he, he may already be eyeing the NFL. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. How about the Texas Bowl, Shane? Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State, which was in the Big Yay. 12 title game. And uh, I heard Billy Lucci talking about this, Shane. I think uh, Jimbo, his second year, this is the bowl game they went to. Of course, yeah. They didn't go to a bowl game last season, so it is a step up that they got a bowl game, but he was sitting here saying, well, year two, we're in the Texas Bowl. Year six, we're in the Texas Bowl. That's how you know Jimbo had to go. You know what? <laughs> Absolutely, man. That'd be a good one, kind of bringing back some history, those those two teams. So uh, hopefully they don't throw any dead dogs in their yard, you know, kind of like you see Oklahoma State. <laughs> that, <laughs> now, I did find out that that thing was already dead, but still, I don't think that was, uh, was the right move before <laughs> Texas game. But, uh, but at any rate, I, I do think that this is going to be a great matchup. This will be a fun game. It should be it should be kind of a telltale sign of, of of who's staying. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. There's just seems like you're you you're gonna be able to learn a lot from A and M from this game. So I can't wait to see how they field this one. Right. And you know, I don't know about you, Shane, but it, it always seems like Mike Gundy is um he's always got uh, uh what am I trying to say? He, he's always got a chip on his shoulder. When yeah. it comes to the SEC, it's, you know, anytime he gets the opportunity to, to kind of bash them and, and obviously Oklahoma's rival, but, you know, it's always like little, little old us going up against the SEC. So <laughs> I, I feel like Mike Gundy is going to be really fired up for this matchup. Uh, you know, every time there's a coaching search in the SEC, Mike Gundy gets his name thrown in there. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you think about Mike Gundy, but uh, I, I hope he loses oh. big time here. <laughs> We'll need another another thirty minutes to tell you what I think. <laughs> oh, Mike Gundy! No, this is his Super Bowl. Let him have it. You know. <laughs> How about this one, Shay? This was intriguing. Once the bowl matchup was announced, I didn't see this one coming. The Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. Kentucky versus Clemson, Ooh. December 29th. Dabo versus Mark Stoops. Battle of uh, two teams with you know solid defense and and up and down offense, but. I'm pretty intrigued by this matchup. Absolutely. And Kentucky fans get to get down there in some warm weather. I think that's a that's also a win-win. So go down there, get your tan, watch a big old victory over Dabo. So this will be a fun game. This will be really good. I'd love to see this one because I think uh, I think Kentucky needs to go out on, on a high note. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that these some of these bowl games are must wins, but I think it's very important for Stoops in particular to come out with a victory over Dabo. Right. And then the final one we got, not as many bowl games for SEC as we we typically have here, Shane. Several teams obviously failed to qualify. Music City Bowl in Nashville, Auburn versus yeah. Maryland, December 30th here. Really need to uh, get some momentum. I, would th- I mean, the, the Tigers got serious momentum on the recruiting trail. Just flipped another five-star, this mm-hmm. one, a receiver from Texas A&M. Yeah. So, again, the what happened in the Iron Bowl is not killing you, but I feel like the fans, they're going to need a confidence boost after that, the way that Iron Bowl ended. You know what? Well, and, and a lot of people are going to be watching this game, Mike. You know, it's not one that's going to slide under the radar either. So 
I think that's important. Uh, you know, have a big have a big win, of course, but also open up, have a little fun because that's what you're attracting right now is a lot of talent, a lot of playmakers. So uh, let's continue to roll with that into the off season. This was uh, this is going to be a fun one. Now, I, I did want to ask you, Shane. Obviously, the playoff game, Alabama. That that's a, the answer. But moving aside from that one. Which team do you think uh, really needs a win the most? Which SEC team needs a win the most this bowl season? And I, I'm looking at Auburn when I mentioned that with the Music City Bowl. I'm looking at Kentucky. I, again, they just beat Louisville, so maybe that's not the right answer either, but you'd still like to kind of carry that momentum over because the yeah. second half of the schedule was, was su- such a dud. Texas A&M, I don't think that's the answer because they have a new coach. N- nothing they do in a bowl game really matters. I think Tennessee could really be the answer there, Shane. Maybe LSU, you know, they they didn't quite, the season didn't go quite as well as they wanted. Um, Any of those teams stand out? Maybe Missouri to to really capitalize on a big season. Same thing you could say about Ole Miss. Is there one team you look at during this bowl season, Shane? Again, moving aside from the obvious Alabama, that you think, man, this this program, it's going to be much better for this coach and this program if we get a win? Well, I'd like to remove the January 1 games because I think that those are must-wins. That's a big bowl. A lot of people watching at home, you know, not at work and stuff. It it also gives the SEC a black eye if we drop one of those. So I think those are are must-wins. But outside of that little circle there, again, I go back to Kentucky because, again, it's an attractive game. It's the Kentucky Wildcats versus Clemson. There's going to be more eyes on that game. And and I think with all the – the smoke after that Louisville game of Coach Stoops leaving and and yada yada yada. You know, I told you they they need a little something on their way out. And and you know, obviously with this transfer portal opening up, I think that's that's one step in the right direction. But the second would be a big victory against Clemson. So uh, yeah, give me Kentucky here as a must win. Mm. It's a lot of people are asking Shane, why didn't you cover South Carolina and Florida's bowl games? But um... <laughs> Hey, Joth is – oh, wait, uh, Joth, uh, there, there's Carl. Carl, shout out Carl. He's got his, a koozie coming his way. How about South Carolina and Florida in a bowl game? I mean, I, I would sign up for that. That was such a great I, I, game the first time around. Who would Arkansas play? You know, we got put them mm. Vanderbilt. Van- Arkansas, Van- <laughs> no, yeah. Mississippi State. Let's – we have got yeah. to. We have got to get that seven to three. Let's get the second. Let's get the second half of that game. You know. <laughs> oh, oh man. Shit. No, that would be good. No, I, I'm right there with you, brother. I, I hate the teams that didn't make it, but the ones that are, and and I hate it because when gr- when growing up. The bowl games were important, man. They did yeah. mean something. I, I think it's some of the all-time greatest volunteer games. You mentioned Penn State earlier. I mean, just some of these bowl games is what you talked about for the next four or five years, you know what I'm saying, if they're really yeah. good. So it, they kind of lost a little bit of that luster when these these kids started opting out. And I get why they're doing it, but, you know, I think there's some schools you're going to see less of that, and then they're just going to blow out whoever they play, you know. So – We'll find out what kind of culture these coaches created when we get closer to these games. Yeah. And then, um, you know, how about that? The teams that didn't make it, Shane, South Carolina, Florida, Mississippi State, and God, Vanderbilt. I mean, Van- Vanderbilt just lost another. They've lost 
oh, half, yeah. their, half their team to the portal here. So maybe we move them from the equation. But in uh, Arkansas, in Arkansas, you think any of those teams miss a bowl next season? Because I, I would think uh, short of Mississippi mm. State, I think South Carolina, Florida, Arkansas, all of them. Making a bowl game, that, that should be bare minimum next season. Yeah. And if they don't, we may be talking about firing some coaches here. Yeah, I think out of those, I mean, if you're a power rank, well, who's most important to make a bowl game? I think you go Arkansas because I think Sam's on the hottest of hot seats right now. More than I, Florida. Yeah, yeah. I I, mm. I, I think they're, they're, I, I, they're going the long – I'm not saying – that Billy wouldn't get fired if they don't make a bowl game. But we all know that Florida's schedule is going to be daunting next year. Right. Uh, it's it's going to be tougher than any of these other programs. Sam almost got fired this year. Billy did. Right. So not making a bowl game again, I, I think, you know, that would be that would be the big one. Billy right behind him. So I think it's a 1A, 1B situation. Then uh, give me South Carolina, Mississippi State, then Vanderbilt. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, well – Am I, I th- wrong? Do you think I'm? Do you think I got them mixed up? <laughs> I think I I have to go Florida because I mean yeah. we, we this should be much higher expectations. But I get what you're saying. I mean they got they got a, a star freshman quarterback coming in, who again you don't want to. If you fire your coach, you may be losing your quarterbacks. That's that's not a reason to keep a guy, but yeah. uh, that is certainly something to consider. That you know maybe if they surprise, you know even if they go six and seven and and, and lose a bowl game or something like that. Man, it's just sad. It's sad to me that we're sitting here talking about that and and like that's good enough for Florida, you know? Like if they don't make a bowl, that's okay. They got a freshman court. Now who's saying that? Come on, man, (laughs) get the hell out of here. If you don't make a bowl next year, both those coaches should be fired. So, but we are. I am concerned too about South Carolina, with you know, got Juice Wells hitting the portal. Yeah, without Spencer, without Xavier Leggett, who kind of carried the team. You know, what is that team going to look like next season? Mm -hmm. Much can change. Transfer portal is going to open up here on Monday, Shane, and that's going to be a scene. You know, it's a two-week window. A lot of these teams, I think, are going to look much different than they do today, which will certainly change our expectations. But, um, man, there's a lot of unknowns there. But I'm very curious to see South Carolina. This this feels like a, a turning point. Or a crossroads off season for Shane Beamer. Yeah, no, I think so, man. You want to talk about a championship run, buddy? You're going to have to have one in this portal season because those teams, especially, some of them need to retool. Some of them need immediate depth. You know, they're they're going to have to be very, very aggressive. I told you about that, especially with Arkansas. I just think, man, they got to hit the ground running here. So it's it's going to be wild. It's going to be a damn wild at least first week. Second week will be bad, too, but the first three days of this portal opening up, man, watch him. There's going to be some moves, son. Right. And, you know, one thing I I did want to also ask you, Shane, again, moving aside from Alabama, because that's – of course, it's Michigan. I get it. But uh, we did talk about these January 1st games and 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 how important it is for the SEC to win them. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at Tennessee, Iowa. I'm looking at LSU, Wisconsin. I'm going to throw in uh, Mizzou. Versus Ohio State, Ole Miss versus Penn State, and then Georgia versus Florida State. So those are the games I'm talking about here. Which one do you think are you least confident in the SEC getting a win 
and, I, and I'll go through those one more time. Mizzou versus Ohio State in the Cotton mm-hmm. Bowl. Georgia versus Florida State in the Orange Bowl. Ole Miss, Penn State, Peach Bowl. LSU, Wisconsin, Reliaquist Bowl. And Tennessee versus Iowa in a Citrus Bowl. Which one right now, again, we don't even know who all is going to play and, and opt-outs and all that. But moving aside from all that, which team are you kind of the least confident gets a win from the SEC in those big matchups? Oh, man. You know what worries me the most, I guess, out of all of them is that LSU-Wisconsin game. Um, I don't know Daniel's situation. I mean, we're all assuming that he's going to play, but you want to talk about kind of like that FSU you know, you, you lose your quarterback, the team's just not the same. That's exactly what would happen with LSU here. And Wisconsin, for whatever it's worth, brother, those boys buy in. There's not a lot of opt-outs in teams like Wisconsin and Iowa. Tennessee's another one I worry about because if you have opt-outs, two of those programs right there, they just seem every year in these bowl games that you get a better team because you may become you may be limping into it without some depth, you know? Right. And how about this one, Shane? Again, I'm I'm not trying to totally discredit Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin, but they kind of no-showed the bowl game last year. I think yeah. it was the Texas Bowl against Texas Tech. They got totally outclassed. You know, and, and I get it. I mean, that's that's not a premier bowl, so it's probably hard to get up for. But I think James Franklin at Penn State, I mean, he I think he desperately needs a win because he because yeah. he never beats anybody. So I think this could be one that Penn State could be really fired up about. How fired up will Ole Miss be? They, I think they should be because, again, I'm trying to sit here and think of what bowl games Kiffin has won. Uh, they lost, um, who was it, Baylor in the Sugar mm-hmm. Bowl. Of course, Matt Corral got hurt, yeah. so maybe that's not fair, but that was their big bowl game. Here's their opportunity, their, their second biggest bowl opportunity. Uh, if Ole Miss comes to play, they should beat Penn State. But I think Penn State's going to be pretty motivated. So I think that that's one you got to be careful of if you're Ole Miss. What's your thoughts on that? No, it's a it's a great point, man. And and again, it's the buy-in and, and problem with a lot of these transfer schools. And, and you know, Lane Kiffin, he's the king of them. Is is there's not a lot of you know a lot of buy-in from a certain team. That's why you kind of see these bowl games kind of people opting out. They're already starting to transfer out, tra- transfer in. You know, so mm-hmm. I am I'm very worried about that one. But I hate Penn State and, and James Franklin. It's the only coach that's got me blocked. So come on, Lane. I mean, you left Tennessee, and I still want you to whoop his ass. You know what I'm saying? So come on. I'll- yeah, and it looks like I got some odds. Well, I thought I had them up, but it looks like Ole Miss is a, a one-and-a-half-point favorite in that mm-hmm. ball game. So, it, I mean, that that's going to be a tight one. And I'm trying to bring up some of these other ones here, but I, I'm having trouble finding them. But uh, how about Missouri-Ohio State? That That's one, and again, not that I'm saying, because I'm pretty confident in Mizzou as we yeah. sit here today. But um, what's your thoughts on that if Ohio State, again, Ohio State's soft, so I don't, yeah. I don't have much concern about them, but um, what's your level of confidence that Missouri can, oh, and right here, looking at the odds, Ohio State, Shane, six-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm-hmm. What's your confidence level Missouri can uh, get to win against Ohio State? Very high, man. Very, very high. I think because, again, I think Mizzou is a team that's still looking to prove something. You know, they, they've got a lot of guys that aren't going to be on that team next year. You know, a lot of a lot of older kids that got, got one more shot here to, to kind of build their draft stock or whatever you want to say. But they're going against Ohio State. Some have, have – 
had penciled in the top four the entire year until they dropped to Michigan. So this is a big, big game. And, and you know, for everything that drinks done up to this point, this would be icing on the cake. Finishing the season 11-2, and two, good God, get it. Come on now. Right. And here I found some more spreads, Shay. So Texas A&M favored by four and a half over Oklahoma State in the Texas mm-hmm. Bowl. Uh, we've got, ooh, Clemson, Shane, favored seven and a half over Kentucky in their bowl game. Uh, we got, oh, it, it, oh, it's changed already, Shane. It's flipped. I, I apologize. Penn State favored by three and a half over Ole Miss. So that's a pretty wild yeah. shift already. Auburn favored by one and a half over Maryland. Um, oh, baby. Georgia favored. By 14 over Florida State. <laughs> Why ain't Florida State in the playoff? My God, they're underdog by two touchdowns over here. Yeah, get the hell out of here with that. LSU favored by 10 over mm-hmm. Wisconsin. No surprise there. Uh, Tennessee favored by a touchdown over Iowa. And, yeah, Mich- I can't believe it, Shane. Michigan remains a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I I wish I knew what the, these sports books knew when they're talking uh, – Michigan over Alabama. That's just that's just wild to me. Mike, you got that my bookie promo code. Come Absolutely. Head on. <laughs> on over to my bookie promo code that S E C T H A T S E C. They're willing to give our audience a two hundred dollar cash bonus. And I'm telling you now, there are no guarantees in gambling. I don't think I'm legally allowed to say guarantee, but as close, you know, a fourth and thirty one convert, you know, prevention. <laughs> That's about what we're talking about here. Alabama, underdog against Michigan. They are going to throttle Michigan in this ballgame. I'm, I'm talking multiple touchdowns. I, th- I think by halftime it's going to be over. I mean, we're going to get the backups going to be playing in a playoff game. They're going to rest the starters because they know the national championship is a week away. You know what? <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. As soon as we get off here, I'm logging on and put my <laughs> bed in. <laughs> Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. The podcast is also brought to you by Game Time. Head on over to GameTime.co and use promo code THATSEC for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Game Time is the place for the last-minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to GameTime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code that. SEC for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem that SEC for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, what they got? I didn't want to gloss over this, Shane, and all this, yeah. uh, you know, Georgia going to kill Florida State, obviously. I don't care who's playing for them. But 
any concern at all, and, and there may not be, but any concern at all that, uh, you know, you had all the momentum in the world, 29 games in a row. I mean, at all seasons, Shane, I don't think anybody short of Alabama homers thought, oh, yeah, we, we can beat Georgia. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, this was Georgia sport. We All season, we were saying, man, this three peats on the table. It's never been done. Did did Georgia, did anything happen? Do you, you know, do you think by losing that game, that's going to halt the momentum that, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to ask you, Shane, is did, did the building Georgia dynasty, did it just hit a, a minor speed bump or, or do you think it really, you know, some tough questions? Are, I mean, because I'm listening to these Georgia fans, Shane, they're saying, well, Mike Bobo is a problem, which – I knew it's whoever lost yeah. the game. You know, it was the coordinator was going to be the problem. But he is, he's, he's very close friends. He's best friends, I think, with Kirby Smart. Yeah. So, you know, Kirby's probably not going to fire him. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, you know, this is the beginning of, of, uh, you know, if they come back next year and don't win at all and, and yeah. Bobo's still there, man, these fans are going to be saying, well, Kirby, Kirby's damn lost his edge and he's got his best friend in there. Like, I can see the seeds of, of discontent building here. Uh, any concern that Georgia, you know, it got as good as it's ever going to get, and and they may not ever get to like two in a row again. You know what I mean? Golly, Mike, three a three point loss in the SEC championship. <laughs> We're ready to burn this shit Is down. Kirby on the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really don't think so, man. I I think what happened though is they are going to have to take a long look in the mirror at the end of the season and say, hey. You know, it, it felt like we never truly had an identity on that offense side of the ball. And I'm not blaming Mike Bobo for all of it. I mean, there was injuries. I mean, your, your best receiver's been out. Your best tight end's been out. Your running backs have been out. The only thing that's not been out is your quarterback. And I, and I don't know if he's going to have the starting job. I don't know Carson Beck's future. I don't know if he plans on going to the NFL draft. I don't know if he plans on coming back. But I'm telling you right now, brother, if he does, there's a good shot that he's not he's not the captain next year. You know what I'm saying? I, I think for that system to work, what Georgia needs is another Stetson Bennett, which is not easy to produce. But there was a lot of times that Mobile got him in trouble. You're looking at some of the best teams right now. We're talking about Heisman candidates right now, and it's, and it's a quarterback that not only can throw but can run, and Carson Beck struggled in that, that department. So – yeah, I, I think that's. I think it's more of a retooling, but more with the with the players that you have and not the staff that you retain. I got you. I just think Alabama, Shane. I think they're going to be even better next year. Oh yeah, and that's they get, your, yeah. they host Georgia too. I I don't know. I'm, I'm just. I guess what I'm really saying is, do they have an Alabama problem again? Because yeah. I thought they were past that. And hell, Alabama fans will tell you, well. The one time they beat us, all our receivers were hurt. You know what I mean? Which maybe that maybe that's fair. I don't know. Yeah, no, this was, uh, you know, I, I may have made some comments before this game about, you know, you're, you're beating your dad up, you know, <laughs> With them old man strength. You know what I'm saying? He got him. <laughs> yeah, your dad took off a belt and that that ended quick, didn't it? No, hell yeah, man, that got him good. So I. I <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happens to Nick Saban. I think, you know, at the start of the season, I told, told you my hot take was that he rides out in the sunset. That may be the case. 
But if Nick Saban comes back, buddy, I don't know, brother. To say that that Georgia has just passed him up, I think we still got a. I think we still got a, a, a head-to-head race here. Yeah, how about Clark here, Shane? He says Bama's going back to back. I mean, we're, we're, we're already giving them the title. You know what? <laughs> Hell yeah, man! So, uh, and then Mizzou fan, he wants a final score, Shane. Well, it might be a little easy uh, early for final scores. Ohio State, Missouri. We'll have to see who's who's all playing in the game. But we definitely early, early like Mizzou big in that one. I would say. Yeah, I like Mizzou. Yeah, calling it decaying dynasty. We're just flipping decaying dynasty to someone else. We're, we're giving that to Kirby and company. I, I, I did see this once. Let me just uh, one final stat, Shane. This this blew my damn mind when I saw it Saturday night after that defeat. But Kirby Smart, Shane, mm-hmm. in his last forty-seven games, yeah, forty-five and two. I mean, outstanding. But one and two versus Nick Saban. That he's no. the he's the two in there. So, man, that's that's the one guy Kirby can't. He beat him once. Let's give it to him. You know, let's well, don't was, act like Kirby's <laughs> the only one on this list, Mike. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think you know the fact that it's an Aflac question on how many people have beaten Nick Saban every time we see him is <laughs> is a rarity in itself. So again. I, I think if you played that Georgia Alabama game ten more times, it probably would have ended five and five. You know what I'm saying? They, these yeah. guys were close, but you know the playmakers emerged, and it emerged on that Alabama side. Yeah. Well, bet uh, I can't wait for some of these games, and, and don't forget, I mean, the portal opens on Monday. Yeah. So there's going to be man, there's going to be so much news. I'm going to be going live for any uh, big breaking announcement. We may be getting quarterback announcements and. We're going to get all kinds of players, I think, committing to schools in the mm-hmm. next week or two. I, I believe the portal's only open for two weeks this time, Shane. I think yeah. they've, they've kind of closed the window a little bit. And, uh, again, the portal window is just for guys to enter the portal. They they don't have to commit to a school during that window. So that's also something to c- consider. But uh, the, the regular season's over. Conference championships are over. Bowl games ahead. We got yeah. recruiting, we got transfer portal, we got coaching carousel. There's going to be a lot of news here in the next couple of weeks that, uh, that that we're going to be all all over on the SEC. You know what? Absolutely. And if you're not on YouTube and subscribe with notifications on, I mean, how many how many emergency podcasts might got to do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you never know what's going to happen here the next couple of weeks. But I, I think we've still got some more big news coming. So be sure to check in. Uh, we'll be here all day, every day. Uh, this week we ain't going nowhere this is a five day and night or week show so uh, be sure to tune in and if you haven't got a koozie got them beer koozies don't forget just hit the subscribe button on youtube take a screenshot do a five-star review take a screenshot and email it to that sec podcast at gmail.com and then mike will take it from there but please 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 <laughs> Put your address on there, or Mike <laughs> don't know where to send it. So, <laughs> yeah, so many shade, no address. They don't tell me who, what team they support. So, I, I mean, it's it's like I, I got to track these people down just to get them a free koozie. But just send them a Vanderbilt koozie if they don't put their team in there. <laughs> exactly. Well, buddy, I appreciate you as always. Appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in, especially those on the live show. Really love the engagement here on these live shows. But uh, we'll that's all I got, brother. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Hey, buddy. This beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. 
that SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.